It's Friday, 7th of May, 2021. You're welcome to this podcast from Blackness, the Irish web hosting domains, cloud and broadband company based in Carlow, Ireland. This is our first podcast in a couple of months. Uh, we're delighted to resume the series. And today we're going to talk about uh, a project that we've got involved with sponsoring. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show uh, today, Kim Mackenzie Doyle, who is uh, president of the Institute of Designers in Ireland. Or is it, is, have I the right name of the organization? You, you have, but I am, I'm an ex-president. Yes. <laughs> the last time I think we had you on the Black Knight podcast, uh, it wasn't a video show then, but uh, we did talk about uh, an initiative that uh, the Institute was running to uh, promote uh, science, technology, engineering, and uh, maths uh, careers and design careers uh, for women. Uh, we were delighted to be involved uh, with that. We're delighted to be involved with your new initiative because... We uh, in Black Knight get involved in sponsoring a lot of community things, a lot of things that are maybe technology and innovation related. And your new project is called The Big Idea. And I want to congratulate you, first of all, Kim, because uh, when uh, you and Emma O'Farrell approached us about this, uh, I thought, oh, wow, this just uh, ticks all of the boxes. Tell us, please, Kim, what is The Big Idea? Thanks so much, Gon. Um, it's a 15-week program that, that aims to instill creative skills into young people. So as you are, I'm sure, very aware, the world is facing the biggest problems and challenges ever. And we have a massive responsibility to arm young people with the skills that they need to tackle them. Um, and there's so many reports that say creativity is the number one skill that we need in 2025, yet we don't teach that in schools mm-hmm. so we currently teach in silos or subjects which you know is is normal and standard but you know education can't continue to measure in points or or aim to kind of instill a memory memorization task into students we need so much more from people now and creative skills can actually do that so creative thinking is really divergent thinking so it's it's uh, leveraging all the learning you have, but leaving room for discovery. And it gives you the, a real practical ability to and confidence to cha- to take on big challenges. So, you know, um, for example, students have selected um, five themes that we have um, at the moment, uh, and they actually co-created them. So we, we went out and asked what topics were really stressing them out, what were they worried about, and what would they like to contribute positively to? And so, as you can imagine, pandemics was number one. Racism, housing crisis, aging population, and health and well-being were all issues that they really, really wanted to to work on. Mm-hmm. So we've we've given them we um, briefs that, and we're giving them the tools to actually work towards a solution for each one of those themes. It's uh, you're you're bringing the experience, uh, like you said. There's a big disconnect between uh, the siloed uh, academic uh, world that we've traditionally had, and it's it's important, of course, uh, to do well academically. Uh, but that's been our traditional educational system. But when you get into the working world, Kim, and especially in the world of uh, innovation and design that you uh, and others uh, involved in the project operate in, there are new skills, and there's a, a special glue needed to to tie all that academics together and put it into practical use. And what I like about this is that this is a transition year program. And in many ways, um, as a parent of, of uh, kids going through transition year myself, um, I know this is what we're, we're told. This is what transition year is for. Your program seems uh, tailor-made for that. Did you get a, um, a positive response uh, when you presented it to schools? 
Oh, oh, it was fantastic. And it was it was really great. We actually um, approached a local school uh, presentation de la Salle first. And as soon as we got in, in front of them, they were like, yes, absolutely. This is exactly what our students need. So it was it was fantastic. And then again, I think there's a little bit of um, fear of missing out. Once we had that first school, it was really easy to to get the other schools on board. So we were, were really excited to work with local schools in, in Carlo. They've just been fantastic. Mm. And we, we have had a, a little sneak peek at some of their projects. Um, and so we're really excited to see them because they're actually submitting next week. So, you know, this and, and TY, as you said, is an, a really great opportunity for students to kind mm. of explore um, potential careers or directions that they may want to go in. But creative skills are really invaluable in every profession. So even the ones that were not even invented yet. So I think 65% of school children entering school now are going to have a job that doesn't exist. So we need to be able to teach them the skills that they're going to need for those jobs. And creative skills are it, really. It's it's such such a valuable life skill. And, and creativity can be taught. It's not a talent. We're all essentially creative. And it's just about keeping that creative mindset open. As you say, uh, the students will be submitting their their projects next week. Um, Then on the 21st of May, you're holding a a showcase and a a virtual awards ceremony uh, event. Uh, But can you take us back, Kim, to the the start of this? Or let's say the programme, as I understand it, started back in January. Um, You got the schools on board. What have you been doing with them over the last uh, five months? So, so we launched in a level five um, pandemic, which so, and creativity loves a challenge. <laughs> so it was fantastic. So if it works, then it will work any time. But um, so from basically every week, uh, we interview a creative leader and we concentrate on a creative tool every week. So for example, we interviewed Lorna Ross, who is a chief innovation officer in VHI about wicked problems how she approaches them in, in, in a workplace scenario. And then she shares those kind of innovative methodologies that she uses. We break that down so that students can practically apply those skills directly on their projects. So, you know, they're learning directly from industry leaders, which is just fantastic. And we've also, um, halfway through the program, we've developed a platform where about 101 mentors from around the country can actually guide and support students um, with their ideas so that's that happened a couple of weeks ago and it was it was a real pivot for some of the students because they're like ah aha okay maybe I should look at it from this pers- perspective so this is this is kind of a fantastic time in, in the project where they've taken all of that learning and applied it and now they're kind of finalizing their projects for for the submission next week how uh, have you gone about uh, recruiting the mentors, um, Kim? What kind of people are involved? Oh, we have the the who's who of the, the creative sector, everybody from Dermot Bannon. Um, we have Lara Hanlon as well from IBM, who's actually an expat. She's based in New York. So, so we even had interest from Irish expats all across the world that wanted to get involved because they, they really felt that need that students had to have this, this additional skill to really succeed. So there, we actually have a waiting list of mentors for next year, which is phenomenal. So there, there's a desire uh, for, for other people to get involved, to support, you know, the, the, these, this next generation of creative innovators. Um, and uh, we have aligned mentors with each theme. So each project, so say um, the 
housing crisis is a spaces and places project. We have a number of architects and interior architects who are supporting the students with that kind of expertise. And again, for um, the aging population, we it's an ICT UX project. So we have people like Nikita Chong, who's, um, I'm going to get her title wrong now, so forgive me, Nikita. Uh, she's a development manager in Shutterstock. So she manages a technical team and giving these students that kind of expertise into how to, to develop out this, this uh, programs, apps, solutions that they're coming up with. So it's it's super exciting. And it strikes me, obviously, you've got an advantage uh, when you're doing a project like this, that you can source uh, the, the best experts in the world, obviously, to mentor and help uh, the, the kids uh, on their projects. Uh, you can deliver them right into the classroom with uh, uh, video conferencing and, and that kind of technology. So I have to ask you, um, was this was this conceived as a pandemic project, as a as a socially distant uh, project, or um, did you adapt the plan uh, in response to that? Did like did, did were you thinking about this beforehand, and were you thinking about actually physically walking into classrooms, or or was it always going to be virtual? We had actually planned to hold in person workshops mm-hmm. to kick off the program, and um, and it obviously uh, COVID kicked that out of mm-hmm. the scenario. So we ended up recording a workshop that teachers could use because obviously their schedules went haywire. So they, so we wanted to be as flexible and supportive for them. That's right, because um, at the start of the program, they weren't the kids weren't even in the classrooms. Uh, they were remote right. learning after Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah. students have had a, a very challenging year. So the fact that they've engaged with such you know uh, challenges at home and then obviously in the classroom and different working in different formats as 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 we had originally intended is a real credit to them and their their um i think ability to kind of just change and adapt so again they're kind of taking those creative principles with them how with how they're working with the program but we've um it's kind of forced us to almost reframe the program and, and given us the ability to actually reach more potentially next year because we're going to go fully digital um because we we do you know a, a real premise of the project is to be as inclusive as as, uh, as possible we provide all the equipment the students need for the program we, we we aim for all learning abilities so i'm a physical learner uh so we designed a lot of program material for kinesthetic learners for audio visual written uh, learners all the types because that's what a, a lot of different people are and um, you know I'm actually a verbal processor as well so I help to break things down to have, have a chat so I do talk to myself from time to time and I'll be encourage students to kind of collaboratively work together and talk things out and um, and things come from that mm. and project develops so we you know we we it's a very practical hands-on project format uh, that is kind of a catch-all so mm. yeah it's, uh, it's working really well you mentioned uh, that you've got a, a waiting list of mentors hoping to to uh, join the program next year. Uh, you've also got a waiting list of schools, as I understand. This is phase one this year, uh, and you're operating in three counties uh, in uh, Clare, Limerick and in Carlow, where, of course, you're based and where Black Knight is based as well, Kim. Uh, but you have plans to go bigger. Tell us a bit about that. You're, you're going to go nationwide. Absolutely. We, we were blown away by the response and uh, with very little promotion, actually. So through kind of word of mouth and I think um, it's very Irish, uh, you know, who knows who talks to who. 
and we opened up the waiting list and it, it was it was wonderful we, we have actually over 10,000 students on, on the waiting list and we're working really really hard to raise the funding to accommodate as many as we can next year because we really do want to keep it free mm-hmm. we fully recognize that there's still students in Ireland who struggle to bring a pencil to school which is not good enough and we have to be um, as inclusive and, and empowering as possible because the benefits of creativity are really for everyone and um, and the fact that we 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 give all the students the, the materials that they need just means that they just have to turn up with their minds. That's all they need to bring to the program, which is is you know fantastic to see. Um, and it, there's certainly benefits for um, students experiencing that because they're all on equal footing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference is themselves. Now, keeping it free, obviously, you need resources to do this. Um, you've had a positive response as well uh, from uh, businesses and organisations uh, who have come on board as sponsors. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. We've um, Obviously, we're thrilled to have Black Knight as one of our partners this year. And um, we have an incredible list of companies who kind of, it was a very easy conversation to have, actually. Once, once we got in front of, in front of the right person, it was a no-brainer because that's the type of employees that they need with that great creative mindset. Mm. So they're really helping us to fulfill this year, which is which is incredible. So we have a really, really high quality execution. Uh, we, we're very excited about the showcase. And we have a, a virtual exhibition as well that will showcase every student's work. So not just the chosen few, every every student team that submits will get the opportunity to be in the exhibition. So we can all experience how these students have used those creative skills um, on these these big issues. And and I know some companies are already going to be looking at them because it'd be wonderful to develop out these ideas with the students. So if any companies that are listening would like to get involved, please come to the showcase, have a look at student work. All the IP is in in their remit. Um, We just want to help them um, build the skills. And actually, fundamentally, we want to change the way Ireland thinks. Ireland can be the most creative and innovative nation in the world. And we can be the shining light. And we just need to support our students with with, uh, the, the knowledge and the skills to do that. The um, the mentoring and the 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 work and the project work and the development has gone on. I, I noticed that you it broken down into uh, proper project uh, development uh, phases and everything like that. Uh, Kim, it's you're you're not just teaching uh, methods. I suppose you're teaching workflow. You're teaching uh, d- deliverables. You're teaching deadlines. All of those kind of things as well. Uh, the big day then is the twenty first of May. What's going to happen on the day? What will be announced? What prizes uh, are going to be presented? So we will have actually Emma Power from 2FM, who's going to be emceeing the, the event. It'll be sh- showcased online. Um, awesome support from Black Knight again through the website. Thanks, Con. And we will have four speakers. We have three speakers confirmed, and the fourth one should be actually announced today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, Lara Hamlin from IBM, who's going to be talking about... Um, what's Lara going to be talking about again? Lara is going to be talking about uh, divergent thinking. We have David David Pollard, who is going to be talking about um, problem solving. And we have David Fitzgerald, who's going to be talking about resilience. So they're all aspects of the creative mindset. Then we announce the winners. So we announce each category winner. And then we announce the big idea winner from those category winners. And they win uh, 1,000 euros and four brand new laptops, very kindly donated by Carlo IT. 
and um, and then we also hope to have a surprise for them, but that's to be decided. Mm-hmm. And then we would love somebody to take on that project and actually develop it out. So we were just chatting to Design Press Council yesterday, who have offered the opportunity for the winning students to actually submit to the European Bauhaus, which has a 15,000 euro prize fund. Mm -hmm. And they will support them with that application process. So so, uh, that's another opportunity for for the students, which would be phenomenal. And I think a trip to to, to Brussels which we would all, all love to go on a trip now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There's no question about it. Um, for will, will the award ceremony be just restricted to the schools or will, will anyone be able to view it live? Absolutely. It's open to public. It'll be streamed live from our website and all, all our social channels. So we'd love to see as many people mm-hmm. experience and congratulate the winners. And um, and then we'll launch the showcase event at the, the awards as well. So, sorry, the exhibition where people can interact with students' projects, and that will obviously be open to the public. I have to say, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to that as well. Um, we're delighted, as I said, to be involved as, a, as, an, as an award partner uh, with one of the five categories, uh, and the one that Black Knight has selected to be involved with is the Project for Combating Racism. So we're very much looking forward to, to being a part of that, uh, to uh, meeting and seeing virtually at least uh, the uh, winners and some of the other projects as well in that category. Uh, we've also uh, beefed up your website for the big occasion as well, Kim, and we're looking forward to that that, uh, of course, and it is at thebigidea.ie. And I suppose um, that's where people can go to find out more. That's where uh, schools and parents and teachers uh, and kids can go to uh, research or to to learn about thebigidea.ie and uh, I suppose to sign up for next year and subsequent years as well. Uh, You're hoping, obviously, to to be a much bigger uh, event uh, next year and cover the country as a whole as soon as possible. Absolutely. And, and I think it's, you know, imperative that every every student in, mm. in Ireland gets these skills and learns these skills. Um, I think Ireland will be a better uh, society for it. Mm. So we're, we're working hard to do that. Kim, I'm not going to keep you. You're obviously very busy and so indeed are we as well. Um, it's great to see the country starting to open up and maybe we'll be able to, to do more uh, physical type of events and and uh, meet in person at things uh, in the future. But it's also great to see how much people are, are using the technology. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Thanks so much, Pam. Really appreciate it. That is Kim Mackenzie Doyle. She's the uh, originator of uh, the Big Idea Project uh, for transition year students in Irish schools. And you can find out more about it, as we said, at thebigidea.ie. We're thrilled to be involved. And the main reason, as I've often said again and again on this podcast, uh, we do internet infrastructure, we do racks and servers and networks and fibre and things like that. And uh, that's exciting for some people. But what we find uh, most people are uh, interested in is the interesting and exciting and creative things that people do. So uh, we will continue to try and bring you more creative, innovative and exciting stories as well. That's uh, the Black Knight podcast for this week. I want to mention a word about the Lock In podcast, uh, which uh, is and I should say was our pandemic project. Uh, As the country begins to open up, we're going to park the lock in for a while, but uh, there are 37 episodes online. And if you want to go and view them, you can. We've met some very creative and uh, some very innovative people uh, along the way over the past year or so. It's at thelockin.ie. And uh, please God, hopefully we won't have to bring it back again uh, if the uh, reopening and everything goes according to plan. But we're going to leave that there for now. The uh, lock in podcast is there at that address. The Black Knight podcast 
podcast you can find at blacknight.blog slash podcast and the hint is in there as well we've also got a lot of blog posts and uh, write about industry and uh, business related stuff as well as things that we find interesting like the big idea project uh, as well we're going to continue with monthly episodes of uh, the black knight podcast so you can uh, enjoy that there Finally, just to mention broadband, I mentioned it at the start. Black Knight is now a provider of fiber nationwide, and we are uh, ramping up our connectivity across the country as well. We've just recently partnered with the Cork Internet Exchange uh, data center in Cork, uh, which uh, along with our partners, Syro, allows us uh, to uh, provide a lot more connectivity for people in the Munster region. If you want to find out more, go to blackknight.blog forward slash broadband, Put in your air code and you can see what's available in that area or give us a call in Carlo and uh, our sales team uh, will be able to uh, fill you in and let you know what the possibilities are in terms of uh, connecting direct internet access, uh, dedicated connections, co-location in our data center for your infrastructure and things like that as well. Okay, that's all business. That's all work. Uh, that's the big idea.ie as well. Thanks very much to uh, Kim McKenzie Doyle for talking to us today and I'll talk to you next month. Slonga